Hey guys, it's Abdul for the good folks over at Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware in downtown Apples. I've been talking about Leon Tailoring for nearly 20 years now. That's right, 20 years I've been talking about the good folks at Leon Tailoring. Whether it's Larry, Norm, Kim, Judy, whether it's their ready-made items, whether it's their custom-made items, or whether it's their tailor-made items, you can trust Leon Tailoring. Leon Tailoring, they've been great folks. They've been around for more than 100 years and some change. I've only been talking about them for 20, but trust me, head over to Leon Tailoring and they'll take care of you, just like they've taken care of me for the past two decades. Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware in downtown town indianapolis well roads mean road traveling and road funding and so join us on the news line is the chairman of the house transportation committee jim pressel uh jim is a republican up in northwest indiana represents the port in star county so talk about the roads funding also uh, the mayor of indianapolis also throwing up a road funding proposal as well uh so jim my friend thank you very much for being with us always good to chat with you sir hope your summer's going well so so far it's going really good. I'm I'm in northern Indiana most of the time and not in Indianapolis, so I really love that part of it and uh we continue to have those road discussions. Uh so how uh, so overall how are road discussions going right now? You know, I think they're pretty broad right now, um but they're they're going well. There's a lot of different ideas. Um, that have come to light from last session and then even moving into the interim, getting ready for the interim study committee on roads and the task force on the future of road funding. So I think it's been going good. A lot of, lot of conversation. Well, Jim, let's start. I know, I know a big issue with Indiana roads has been how we pay for them. And it's the old, the old debate versus yep. road miles versus quote unquote lane miles. And just to let people know what that means. Uh, for example, when I drive down Meridian street, it's technically a four-lane mile, but it's, Indianapolis only gets paid for two lanes, uh, just like in a, in a, in a smaller community. Uh, has there been any discussion about those vehicle about those vehicle miles traveled, those lane miles versus road miles? You know, I think more in the urban areas, um, that seems to be a lot of the conversation is, should we make that, that transition to lane miles versus the road miles? And there, there's, there's, you know, there's, a good thought process of there is an inequity there. So if you've got three lanes, maybe you should be getting more um, for those road funding dollars. But then when you get into the rural areas, that's going to take away from those dollars that they're getting in the urban areas or in the in the um, rural areas. So how do, how do we get there to where it's more equitable for everybody? One of the thought processes has been maybe instead of it's three lanes wide, um, you're not getting three times the funding, but maybe there's an opportunity to get one and a half times the funding to lessen the impact on those rural areas. Uh, it's interesting, Jim, you bring that up because uh, I know the mayor's been up. I know that's been a, a point of discussion here uh, in Indianapolis and also in uh, Fort Wayne and Evansville as well. They have more more lane miles and road miles, so to speak. Um, is it is it just a matter of uh, increasing you know the road funding source, or is it just a finite pot of money? What's going on there? Could you help us out? So um, the, the bucket, I, I look at it as buckets, right? And there's only X in that bucket. And if we if we start diverting as the bucket tips and goes into smaller buckets, going to the different areas, um, there's only X that's there. So we're faced with a couple challenges um, that are going to be coming at us faster than what we thought, and it's alternative fuels. So when I talk to manufacturers, throughout the throughout the state and what they bring me is they think alternative fuels will have an impact of say 30 percent of registered vehicles in indiana by possibly 2030 i think that's an aggressive number i don't think we're going to see anything like that um, but 
I think we need to be prepared for it and maybe go with 15 or 17 or 20%. Now, when I talk to Purdue, um, they seem to think it's going to be more in that 17% range. So that really comes down to we're going to lose whatever number you want to work with. We're going to lose 20% of our road funding based on how Indiana pays for its roads. Now, this session, we, we moved the last of the two cents of sales tax um, faster than what it was supposed to be. So that everything you pay for at the pump that is, that is road um, funding for the whole state. We don't take money out of the general fund. Um, everything that's paid for at the pump is what we have for road funding. So now if we start moving things around to where the rural areas are going to see more of a hit, that bucket is still got X amount of dollars into it. So we got to make sure that we at least maintain X, but I think we need to really start having a conversation of how do we get a larger bucket and fill that bucket up? Now, I don't know what that looks like, and that's going to be part of what comes out of that task force in the future of road funding and how we move forward. Our guest on the program today is State Representative Jim Pressel. Jim uh, is from LaPorte and Star County. He's also the chairman of the House Roads and Transportation Committee. So we're talking about uh, roads and Indiana's road funding source. Uh, Jim, uh, it's interesting we talk about road funding. How do we pay for our roads right now? Because I think there's some confusion on that. So it, it's all paid for the... the sales tax and the excise tax um, that we pay at the pump. That's everything but 18 cents of that, and I'm trying to think what the what last month's number was because it changes monthly based on sales tax of gasoline. And we get to the sales tax of gasoline based on the average throughout the whole state, whatever the, the average sales price is, times 7%. So that is readjusted every month, and it's 30, 30 days in the rear. So when the July 1st sales tax adjusted, that was really based on what June sale or May sales would have been. So July 1st would then bring it up. So we'll do that again in August. We do it every month, um, and it goes up and down. So the, the excise tax is set in there by statute, and it remains the same, remains constant for the whole year. Now, Jim, let me ask you, because I know there's some debate, some discussion in Indiana as to whether all the sales tax on gasoline uh, actually went to Indiana's roads. So there was some talk that it was supposed to go for, uh, for for pensions and some other programs. No, it's all going towards towards roads or to, to NDOT. So all of those dollars collected, including registration fees for electric vehicles and hybrid vehicles, uh, that, those are kind of special cases right there. Those go to fund community crossings. So all of that sales tax as of July 1st is, is moving over. So there was, when the original legislation was done in 2017, there was, I believe, four cents of the seven cent sales tax that stayed in the general fund for a year, and it was to be held there um, for uh, an emergency. And if there was nothing that came up that we didn't have to have that, that one cent, and it, to my knowledge, it never came up, that one cent then went to road funding. And then each year, progressively, one cent moved over entirely to road funding, never to come back into the, the, um, the emergency fund, we'll call it. So in this session, we moved all of that sales tax. We expedited that. Um, rather than taking one at a time, and we moved it all. So it is, it is all there. Um, 
100% into roads. Does not touch the general fund. Uh, Jamie, tell about those community crossing grant programs. I know uh, that was another uh, item brought up in the mayor's uh, road funding proposal. He called for a merger of the application-based community crossing grant program uh, with a local distribution of the motor vehicle highway account. Uh, good idea, bad idea. The, the mayor says that would bring $49 million in new road funding to Indianapolis and 96, uh, to the, and 96 for the cent- total for the central Indiana region. Well, what he, what he doesn't talk about there, which is a little bit disappointing, is, you know, where there's going to be winners, there's going to be losers. So I talked earlier on about rural Indiana. And if we were to defer those kind of dollars over to um, just central Indiana or Indianapolis area, and it was $45 million, I think, was, was going to go into Marion County. So that means $45 million is going to be lost in those rural areas. So I, I don't think that's a, a good way to do it. And I, I would go back and I would tell you also in the mayor's proposal, um, the total for that whole region was what, about $96 million? Yes, sir. Indianapolis has a need, or Marion County has a need, of about $230 million just to stop the bleed. That's that's the numbers that I have. And about a $600 million a year need going forward. So when I say stop the bleed, just to get them to a maintainable, a maintainable road, and then the $600 million going forward every year is to continue to maintain them. But that's not even getting partway there. So <clears throat> I, I think, you know, it was a, a good thought process. Do I think it's possible? I, I, I don't see that happening with uh, taking dollars from the, from the rural areas to do that. I, I just don't see that as happening. Um, I think they need to be a little bit more aggressive, if you will, on what they're doing from themselves, right? So have you used all the tools that the General Assembly has given you? And I I would tell you no, they haven't. So in my county, in in the city of Laporte, they've implemented the wheel tax, and they use that wheel tax dollars to apply for community crossings, and that's up to a million dollars when those projects are let. They haven't done that. So by my calculations, it's about $55 million that they could gain by doing that wheel tax. Our guest on the program today is State Representative Jim Pressel. Jim is the chairman of the House Transportation Committee. Uh, please represent support in Star County. So we're talking about road funding. Uh, Indianapolis roads, Fort Wayne roads, uh, rural roads, you name it. Uh, we're talking about roads and road funding. Uh, Jim, uh, I want to circle back to something you mentioned earlier. When we talk about uh, electric vehicles, you know, sort of the self-driving cars and automobiles, that sort of thing, uh, how much, uh, once we start making that switch to electrical vehicles, are we going to lose on the sales gas tax? And how do you how do you folks sort of get some of that it, recapture some of that cash? Well, I ha- I don't have a specific dollar amount on that. You know, we talked a little bit earlier about um, what manufacturers see as you know the the saturation of the alternative fuel vehicles. So in this past session, we did get it closer to what um, we're, we're calling them ICE engines, internal combustion engines. So uh, you're, what for what you pay at the pump. The registration on a, a plug-in EV is the same dollar amount based on how we came up with the the need for the road funding. So it's based on 12,500 miles per year is the average driver in Indiana drives. And the, the, the latest model, average miles per gallon, is 
six. So when you when you do the math, it comes up about two hundred and twenty dollars a year is what the average Hoosier is paying based on that criteria. So that's two seventeen is what an EV registration will cost. So it kind of keeps pace with it. I think that's more of a, a temporary solution to the, the loss of that road funding. I think we need to have a, a broader conversation um, that the task force will bring us to where we revive all the numbers that we had in 2016 when the, the original task force started and see what that need is. So one of the things that we did in 2017 was we, we, we really increased what we were putting into roads and no more through the general fund. Um, dedicated dollars that are paid at the pump go into road funding. So in the broader conversation, I think we need to take a look at how do we make 76 lanes wide? How do we make 65 six lanes wide? How do we do new projects that are, are corridors that are actually new roads? So currently we don't have enough funding to do those kind of projects. So I think that's what the task force is really going to try and vet out is the, the impact of alternative fuel vehicles, because it could be hydrogen. You know, a lot of people want to talk about just electric only. Well, I, I think electric is in front of us today, but I think hydrogen is going to be a real player. Um, and then who knows what the, the next alternative fuel is. So taxing at the pump may not be the, the 100% end-all, be-all, um, for, for road funding and paying for that road funding. Um, I've heard recommendations that maybe we should charge by a kilowatt hour. That thought is out there. Um, there's um, vehicle miles traveled, um, referred to as VMT. So there's, there's alternative methods out there, but that's why that task force is going to be so important um, in, in the months to come on where do we get those dollars in the future, kind of playing the long game. You know, Jim, this whole conversation is going to be irrelevant once they get those flying cars like the Jetsons. So I just thought I'd let you know that. <laughs> You're right. I remember those as as, uh, as a kid watching the cartoons and uh, the, the Dick Tracy watch. You remember the Dick Tracy watch? Yes. And now we all have Apple watches and Samsung watches that we can talk on our, our watch. So interesting how that um, kind of plays out, isn't it? And also the Dick Tracy used to have the flying garbage cans they used to fly around in, too. So. Just, there you go. Just, just an FYI. Our guest on the program today is uh, State Representative Jim Pressel uh, for a few more minutes on the program today. He's the chairman of the House Road Funding, uh, Road and Transportation Committee. So we talk about roads and roads funding here uh, in the state of Indiana. Uh, Jim, it's interesting you talk about uh, technology, uh, whether it is you know electric vehicles or hydrogen vehicles or, you know, quote, unquote, you know, sort of the flying cars. How much of that goes into effect in the conversations we're going to be having uh, later this year when we look at that, at that interim summer committee on road funding? You know, I think it's it's all on the table. I think those are all going to be great conversations as we hear from, uh, we're going to hear from cities and towns. We're going to hear from the Association of Counties. We're going to hear from uh, probably manufacturers. I mean, we're going to hear from everybody bringing all these thoughts um, to the table and ha having great conversations based on the, that future of road funding. So I, I, nothing is off of the table. Is, is the way I'd like to put it. Now, I'm not chairing that task force, so I'll be a member of the task force, um, but I'm, I'm excited to hear proposals, um, what what the needs are. So, you know, I, as I talk to some of the county officials, um, that they have specific needs on bridges. Bridges are, are 
maintained well, but we, we need more dollars for those bridges. And, and like I said, we also need to provide um, for expansion of interstates, expansion of highways. Um, right now up here in northern Indiana, we're talking about U.S. 30. And the opportunity for that to possibly become uh, sort of like an interstate, about like what we did with 31. So it's in the infancy stages of it. And they're doing uh, the propel study. So they're doing an environmental study to, to, to get feedback from um, everybody that lives in that corridor, um, major stakeholders, the, the agriculture world, um, just trying to put it all together. But even when we put that plan together, if we don't have the dollars to follow through with it, it seems like a wasted exercise. So that task force is really going to be hearing about all of these kind of needs and how do we pay for it. Uh, Jim, final question for you. Uh, any possibility of more toll roads here in Indiana or maybe converting portions of I-70 or 65 or 64 or 69 uh, into a toll road? Well, I've got a toll road in my backyard. Um, I don't know that we're going to do any more tolling. So part of the 2017 legislation was um, it left it up to the, the governor entirely um, based on the need uh, for tolling. Now, there are certain criteria for tolling. So you would have to do a, a major bridge project or multiple bridge projects or a third lane. So that, that's that's always a possibility, and I'm, I'm hopeful that will be part of the conversation to at least, um, you know, hear it out. Is, is, is tolling a solution, or is it more of a problem? Uh, Jim, let me ask you, Bob. I, 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 was, I, I misled you, my friend. This is the final question. Uh, when we look at uh, alternatives to transportation, we look at bike lanes, you know, uh, mass transit, bus rapid transit, uh, even like sort of the mega bus that will drive from uh, Fort Wayne to Indianapolis to Evansville. Uh, how much of all that is going to be part of the, our road funding conversation? You know, now this this is honestly this is the first I'm hearing of a mass transit portion to the the road funding conversation, but I, I think it should be at least um, have that conversation. Right? Is there a need for it? Can we do ridership for it? Um, what is, is it? Rail? Is it buses? Uh, we're, we're doing the the double track project up here in northern Indiana. So it's, it's creating a faster time frame to get from South Bend into the downtown Chicago area. So it leads to less congestion on the interstates, less congestion on the toll road, um, faster times, good way to get to and from. So mass transit, should it be part of that conversation? I think it should be at least talked about, but that's going to be up to the chairman on there, whether they want to hear that or not. All right. Well, our guest on the program today has been our good friend, Jim Pressel, uh, who is the chairman of the House Transportation Committee. Talk about roads and road funding. So, Jim, my friend, as always, thank you very much, my friend. Always good to chat with you and drive safely, by the way. All right. Thanks. You too. Great chatting with you. This podcast was produced and edited by Chris Spangle and Leaders and Legends, LLC. If you're interested in starting a podcast or taking yours to the next level, please contact us at leadersandlegends.net.